0: So, like, for this podcast, uh, I've been thinking a lot about, uh, like, succession. Like, we obviously got this problem with Donald Trump going on when it comes down to, like, what is he even doing when he's saying, I won't concede. Um, And so, like, the greater principle there is this concept called succession. Um, And so, like, the way that we pick successors to the president and the United States of America so that we don't end up in a dictatorship or, like, a totalitarian government, or a uh, um, like king and queenship, right? Is that we have these elections every four years, right? And so every four years how we pick our like that's how the succession of power happens in the United States at that particular position. If you're in the Senate, you get six years. If you're a House member, you get two. You know what I mean? Like those are the ways that we have our succession. Um with the uh Supreme court justices. It's a lifetime appointment until one of them quits or dies. And then their successor is picked by the president at the time. Right. It's one of the powers that we get is in relationship to this whole concept of succession of power. Right. And we're going to have like some like future going forward. We would have, uh, like a group of older people and they would have a group of younger people that they were all training to be their successors. That's what like a proper and healthy world would look like. Um, like, And so ultimately, if we think back as far as we can, right, we had like tribal leaders and it's like you learned how, like even before tribal leaders, right, you learned how to like build the fire, someone had to like succeed that person in building the fire. And so they had to have like some type of ritual or something, like even if the ritual was just watch me build it, you know, um, to be able to like have that power succeed through the generations, right? And so within the podcast, I thought it was an interesting one to talk about at this particular point in time.
1: Yeah, man, you bring up some uh, some interesting points because like just through it all, even, if, you know, taking into consideration like our democracy or just like a family dynamic, you know, in terms of who's the leader of a family, there's always a process to either, you know, way of going about it either voting or like once the oldest boy is a certain age, you know, he can now stay home and watch the rest of them by himself now, you know, or at some point he has to start chipping in, you know, once you get to a certain point. Um, And I feel like maybe not so much in the the space of the household, but like, especially with like the democracy, I feel like it's an important thing to like, you know, in, in ours where, you know, it's, it's two-sided or kind of binary where you're either this or you're that and everybody's kind of weighted on like the, the media and kind of how they um you know cover certain issues like not wanting to pass down power you know kind of like it, it really grinds some people's gears it kind of charges people up because it's like you know some people are like yo there's a process and we follow the process and you know when things go against the grain it kind of you know ruffles a few feathers yeah there's a lot of contention right now about that like
0: you know, like when the damn old Trump people shout like 10 more years, you know what I mean? Or when he makes the joke, which if anybody didn't realize he was joking every single time, he said,
1: you know, I'm going to run for president for 16
0: years. You know, he's, uh. he's literally saying that to piss people off. I'm not vouching for Trump. I just like I like comedy. And mm-hmm. so I'll always point out the funny, funny jokes there, funny, yeah. like uh, when Biden said, uh you know, when Biden said Abraham Lincoln over here.
2: <laughs> oh, right. Exactly. He's
0: <laughs> the most racist president. That was one of the best jabs of all time. Right.
1: Right. Um.
0: Anyway, but like, well, like, here's the problem with both Trump and Biden, right? Who's the person half their age that is succeeding them? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Big blank. Like, I like you. They, you know, you know, they don't have anybody.
2: Like a protege. And so that's what, nothing.
0: like, i like this, like, concept of like the success yeah 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 so that's why i have this thing called like the successor project that i've been like working on that kind of like highlights this idea of succession but like you know the old people need to like pick younger people and if they don't which they haven't um what we need to do like for my like our generation all the people who are in like the middle ages like i would say like 25 to like uh or not even 25 like i would still put that as like a someone who should be chosen you know but like um like you know anybody like 30 or older Like, what you should be doing is picking somebody twice your age or three times your age and be like, yo, I'm going to succeed that person, regardless if they give me permission or not. And then also turn around and find somebody younger than you and, like, try to give them as much permission and help in life to, like, go out there and be somebody as possible. And, like, try to give up as much power as you gain to them over time, you know, Uh, so that we can have a properly functioning, like, democracy and people aren't fucking with each other too much, you know? Because if we had these, like, links between each other, it wouldn't be so... Like, like you were saying, like contentious, you know, like arguing and everybody like know, doesn't know what's going on.
2: Right. Yeah. I feel like in a way to bring about just healthy relationships, you know, when it comes to like, all right, I'm a person and, you know, there's somewhere I need to get, you know, oftentimes like some people feel like they can't go and talk to whoever that next level up will be for them in the space that they want to go into. Um, And part of that is like the people that are in those spaces making themselves available or at least like, you know, presenting, you know, to the next group of people coming up in that space. Like, hey, I I am I'm this person I did, you know, whatever to become who I am, but I'm passing the torch to you guys and not even using those words. But at least like, I don't know, I feel like being available is an easy step to like them just like saying, yo, guys, like I see what you're doing and you're in the right direction. Let me know if you need anything, you know, type of deal that just in itself kind of empowers, you know, up and comers to like, feel a little more confident as they move about when it's like, you know, when it's crunch time, or it's just like when they're trying to be creative, they feel like they're a little more tapped in.
0: Yeah, yeah, you said the key word here, right? It's that availability. It's like, and that's like about this podcast, right? It's like the point of the podcast and the relationship to the technological world is like how are we going to make ourselves more available to each other? And like, because like we're all getting lost in our like own little personal bubble of thought that we're like missing out on the type of people we could be if we were actually paying attention to each other versus ourselves all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or ourselves, not selves. Um, and so it's like really weird, like how little availability adults have for the younger kids. And it's like, what the fuck are you even doing? And, like, if you were actually doing this the right way, wouldn't you be actually spending time with kids versus doing what I'm like helping them out and molding them for the future versus whatever it is that you're doing? Like, how many older people don't come in contact with the, like, groups of the
2: youth at all? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was having a not the same conversation, but something similar, like, about almost a decade ago with someone uh, who was, like, a mentor to my mentor at the time. And like, you know, he, he he took a lot of onus on it, like his generation, he's, he was probably 65. So yeah, he's probably, you know, approaching like 70 or so now. And, you know, he was just feeling like they didn't do enough in terms of just like sharing information with like the people coming behind them, even about the movement with like MLK and like just kind of keeping, you know, things alive and like going and, you know, in, in that direction. Um, And that's just, like, you know, how he felt. So a lot of the work that he's doing today is, like, kind of reversing that. And not all of it, obviously, but, like, for, for what he felt, like, responsible for. He's just been going out in the community trying to touch base and be available for, like, younger people.
0: Yeah, that's what's really interesting. Like, when adults do that, then we get, like, radical change within the youth. Um, like one of the problems that we're having is information kind of warfare. It's like people like need information to know how things work. And if we're not sharing information, like you going and picking out some kid and letting them know how it works, then someone else is going to let them know how it works. You Mm. know, and is that the right way? Especially if you guys feel the like way that you feel about yourself, like you feel like you're an expert or if you've accomplished something in your life or if you've achieved any type of respect, that respect is something that you can go teach someone else how to get, you know? Yeah. And so like, or they're gonna go learn how to get respect from someone else. And if they're out there doing immoral stuff to yourself, like let's say you're seeing the world slowly change into this world you don't want it to be, you can ask yourself, are you participating in the transformation of the youth the right way? Yeah. The answer is always gonna be no, you know, and like, are we gonna blame them for being different? Then yeah, of course we're gonna like like that's what happens every time. The point is you're supposed to get over that and see that they're supposed to be different. You know, right. like that's why I think one of the problems we're having with succession is that like all of the older adults want to like do it their way and they don't really want input in from anybody to like how to do it a different way. And we have radically different ideas about how to do things than the way that they were doing it. It's like, it's like they set up, like it's like they're running down the court and they don't realize that they're supposed to throw the alley-oop and not try to go in for the old school layup. You know what I mean? Right. Like they don't see the whole game that we're trying to play. When well, we've been setting it up the whole time, like every time we did that head fake to that dude, all the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter was for when that fast break happens, when they're gonna go block your layup, you know? Like, mm-hmm. throw me the ball, I'm the young guy, watch me go from the free throw and win the game, you know? Or like, I'm young dude, I watch this shot right here, just wet from like half court, you know? Yeah. Um. But like, if you don't ever pass the ball, you don't ever have a team game.
2: Right. And I feel like, you know, if they had a, you know, if they value the 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 space that they're in or the genre, the art form, the game that they play, it should like be something that they want to do in terms of just like being tapped in with the young people. If like you're a person, like you were saying and kind of what you were saying uh, about like, you know, if I'm a person that believes that I'm doing the thing right, you know, if I'm, a, if I play the game of basketball, right, you know, I involve my teammates and I'm not this asshole, right. I should want to be a person that connects with the people coming up. It's like, yo, I at least left my imprint or my fingerprint on the new group of people coming up. So at the at the very end of it, I can say at, the, at least, you know, I, I tried or at least I put my hands, um, you know, with the youth and, you know, tried to kind of show them the right way to do things. The game is always going to evolve and like new innovations are going to come with. But at least you yeah. show them the right way. Well, I mean, look at Floyd Mayweather
0: with Javante Davis, right? Uh, he has him as the highest paid um, lightweight. right Right. now, right? And he's got him the title. You know what I mean? He lost the title from missing weight, but he's still undefeated. And so Mayweather's put him exactly where he needed to put him, given that Mayweather knows what to do. Like, he literally turned around and made no discontinuity between his expertise in boxing and what he's doing with boxing as an older person with frail hands and really can't do it anymore. Like mm-hmm. literally one of the problems with Mayweather takes a year, like a while to his hands to heal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know if that's actually contributing to him like not wanting to ever fight again. It might be the fact that he like literally made the money and said, this is what it's going to look like. And yeah. he's actually being a good successor. You know, it might not yeah. even be the hand. It might literally be like we have one good example no matter how he was in his youth, he could always then go and micro-watch these younger people like, you know, Javante Davis and go, hey, you're right now, you're about to blow it where I was. Like, Mm -hmm. let's step back a little bit. And if he's done things right, then now we have another person who didn't make the same mistake he did because we forgave Floyd Mayweather and we let him become who he needed to be. You know what I mean? And that looks correct, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's all pending if he's like, literally stealing money from this guy, but it doesn't seem like he would be, you know? Right. Like, you could literally go, like, fight an expedition match for Manny Pacquiao for, like, 50 million. And, like, you know, make more money than that kid can make at any time he wants, you know? Right, So yeah. you know, the smile that he has on his face when he's talking about the kid is that same kind of smile on the face that I want to see everybody. Like, gas mm-hmm. the youth up. Like, if you're great, go show greatness to somebody who's never seen it. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's rare out there you know Mm -hmm. it's real rare okay like like you know like who's will smith's successor Mm -hmm. is it just is always supposed to be the children you know what i mean like who's the person half will smith's age who he's trying to prevent an engagement or an entanglement happening on
2: (laughs) right Exactly. you know he's
0: got to be coaching up some young body somewhere you know
2: Yeah. yeah what do you feel like uh is like a reason you know i mean obviously you just have to put yourself in a, a person like that shoes, not just Will, but anybody, like, what would be a reason for not? Like, if you're on your journey, you know, you got millions of fans and you've created this amount of wealth for yourself, what would be a reason that someone wouldn't want to like reach back?
0: I don't think that there's like a willingness to not. I think that there's like an accidental, like misidentification with yourself over your life that happens. That's so easy, especially with this particular generation that I'm talking about because they're the longest living group of people ever right you know what i mean like ultimately like grandparents had world war one and two that filtered out a lot of mother people you know what i mean like power got shifted around real hard you know right and then like but we also didn't have healthcare set up the way that we have you know and so when we have someone who's like 78 versus like a 72 year old running for presidency and that's our only options like literally um of the five candidates or the six people who are running or or no the four people who are running for presidency right um, the old, there was only one of them not born before
1: 1950.
0: You know what I mean? So it's like absolutely crazy when it comes down to like how the power is going, especially when you know that Biden and Trump were born in the 40s, dog. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think Biden's like a, a, a old, like 1930s man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like they came out of the black and white era when it was like, real black and white like in politics and on tv <laughs> like
1: yeah. you know we
0: have a more multi like world that's a little bit more interconnected and i don't think they understand the uh, like grasp what it means to have made that transition like there's still real primitive people when it comes down to their mindset so yeah. I, I don't I, I don't blame anybody for this you yeah. know what i mean i don't think that it's like their fault because like who had tvs and radio and all the cocaine that was there, you know what I mean? Like somebody bought it, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I was like zero years old by 1987. So if we're just yeah. going off of numbers, you know, I wasn't born before 87, somebody did all that and they mm-hmm. had to be older than me. So I'm I'm calling years out. out. Here, here's a joke, I'll leave this one on. I think we can end the podcast on this one for the Successor Project. Um, who couldn't afford their houses in 2008? the same people who did all the cocaine in the 70s and 80s because your drug dealers didn't take credit they took cash <laughs> right and that's what yeah. we have we have a whole generation who literally spent cash on frivolous products who aren't looking to the youth to like do anything with the world and we're all freaking out because like we need a little bit of control of it because right now with global warming these race to, like if they just stepped aside and let Us show them what it would look like to live a post-racial world, we would be there already. It's literally them fucking around all the time, giving permission to that dumb idiot where we would go reach out and hug him, but they like section him off and go, Oh, you poor baby, it's okay, hate the black person. You know, (laughs) like those people are all doing successors, but like we're all the good people's successors. Right, right, exactly you know it's like it's silly you know so it's a it's a conversation that i want to have more of like i don't really blame anybody but i think it's an interesting thing that we need to talk about because if we're going to have a technological world like i'm going to figure some way out through it and i i should definitely tell somebody how i did it you know what i mean like because it would suck for them to like go get caught in some trap that i obviously was avoiding the whole time
1: yeah yeah yeah.
0: yeah and i think that's the point with all old people like there's traps you guys are all avoiding like teach us
2: what those are (laughs) right absolutely and I feel like there's still value in like you know apprenticeships or like you know just building up a protege or you know just sharing information that whole knowledge sharing thing is a a really important one and that's just a pathway to like when we talk about ways of like building tradition and like you know avoiding obstacles like the only way you could do that is you know giving those people the symbols or the words to let them know what what that means that's danger you know that's 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 where you go or you know just this is how to navigate and honestly just you know exist in these spaces uh obviously there's gonna be some failures and stuff but like at the very least people just want a heads up you know
0: yeah we're a generation who's information hungry you know like whatever you want to call it we're addicted to information
2: so give us more please right I mean and as it should I mean you know it's only so old like you know we've only been doing this for so long so people like like you said who've uh been here the longest you know i'm saying before they before they go they should just want to share as much as possible yeah and then like for the youth of the world too this
0: is one of the things arguments that a lot of them make i guess um you know we've got to be more willing to like find and attach ourselves to older people you know yeah and uh, and participate in that project too you know it's the other way around so uh you know maybe we do this as a part one and then we'll do part two of what the youth could do And talk more about the successor project. Yeah, sounds dope. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate it. You know, we'll, uh, you know, wrap this one up. Absolutely. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Travis White. And that was our episode for Let's Talk Traditions. I hope you guys have a great week meditating and enjoying yourselves and figuring out new ways we can integrate community into our new technological reality.